0: You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic unleashed. That's right. You are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How you doing? How you doing? Yo, first month of January is a wrap. It's over 11 months to go. You still on that resolution? Hmm? You still on that resolution? Because I'm still on mine. I'm still on mine. I really ain't do nothing heavy. You know what I'm saying? The usual stuff. But I'm still doing mine. And um, I'm glad to still be doing mine. I hope you're still doing yours. Stick to it. And if not, guess why You can re-up. It's a new month. February's here. Let's do this. Get back on track. It's all right if you fell off. It's all right. It don't even matter. Right? So, this is the update episode, the world-famous up, uh, uh, update episode, where I just, you know, see some stories that caught my eye, and I do an update on them. Usually, you know, I do a specific topic, and I elaborate, and I, I, I digress, but you know, that's how we do it here at the Mike's Opinion Podcast. I hope you're doing all right out there, really. Really, I hope 2023 is is I right for you. I hope you're doing okay, and if you're not okay, I hope you find a pathway to okay, Alright, please support the show. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow, comment. Do all that in all the places. Blow up the YouTube. Blow up the Spotify. The Spotify. the Spotify. Blow up the Apple. Blow it up. Tell your friends. Get you some merch. Get you one of these t-shirts. The Mike's Opinion Podcast. Logic Unleashed, baby. Get you on. You can get hats, mugs, pens. All of that. You know what I'm saying? Probably get a boomerang too. Yeah. Yeah. So you can throw the Mike's Opinion Podcast. it come back to you. You know what I'm saying? So, do that. All your support is greatly appreciated. Go to the show notes. GoFundMe is there. Hit me up on the GoFundMe. I'm trying to get a new microphone. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get a little computer. I need new equipment. I need to advertise. It's free for you to consume this, but it's definitely not free to make. So, I would truly appreciate your support, please. Thank you. But like I said, I hope you're doing okay. So, this update episode, I'm going to start on a, um, on a somber note. Really, uh, I just want to just, you know, let's have a moment of silence for Mr. Tyree Nichols. Yeah. Yeah. Tyree Nichols, if you don't know, guy just recently uh, lo- relocated back to his mom's in um, Memphis. Good dude. From what all I can tell, good dude. Black man, as I am. Five black police officers and some other firemen, other sheriffs, other people complicit. But these five uh, black police officers beat him down to death, basically. Happened on January 7th. He died January 10th. May he rest in peace. Mr. Tyree Nichols, may you rest in peace. Something's wrong with human beings. I've said this before, fundamentally, if you look back historically, world history, everything we know or are taught, humans are violent. We're beautiful, creative, but we're violent. All the wars and atrocities, the wars that's going on in Russia and Ukraine. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing. There's much. Too little of. And, you know, growing up in New York and Harlem and in the Bronx, you know, I've seen a lot of death and, you know, you have got to be hard. If you're defending your perimeter, if you're defending your family, if you are engaging in self-defense, self-preservation, you got to defend yourself. But there's a bunch of senseless violence. Like I said, Miss Ty- Tyree Nichols seemed to be a good dude and you know they pulled him over on some bush and they beat that man to death the police the profile of some policemen and I'm not gonna say there's not any good ones cause I've encountered some good ones I've also encountered bad ones and it just comes down to the people and you get that badge and that gun and they think they could do whatever they want to so um may hey, Mr. Tyree Nichols rest in peace yeah the Super Bowl. Couple weeks away. We got my homie. And Mr. Hurts. <laughs> Who you got? Hmm? You got Philly? Or you got them Chiefs? Now, supposedly both of them, both QBs, injured. Right? You got Mahomes with the ankle. You got Hurts with the shoulder. They both balling out. You know. It's not an East Coast thing. But I think Philly is on their rah-rah, and I think this is their year. I think this is their year. I could be wrong, but you heard it here. That's my prediction. The Mike's Opinion Podcast predicts the Philadelphia Eagles 28-17. to That's what I think it's going to be. Yes. So, we're going to see what's happening. You you know, you got bets. You having a party. The wings. The nachos. The brewskis. Huh? Huh? Speaking of food, I just read an article that um, ultra processed food is a uh, contributor to cancer. It's no surprise. If you ever, and I'm not sponsored, just let me just say this. Any name brands, any brands I mention, anybody give me a dime to say them. Support the show, please. Brands, if you hear me say it, give me a to check. Direct deposit, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, whatever you want to do. It's all in the show notes. <laughs> so, ultra-processed foods, frozen pizzas, ice cream, all of this stuff is contributes to cancer. And, you know, if you ever want to watch a good documentary, I'm a documentary dude. Right, I love documentaries. I like edutainment. I like things that educate me and entertain me. Shout out to KRS-One and BDP. It's the first time I ever heard that term way back in the days. You know what I'm saying? But um, edutainment. I like things that educate me and entertain me at the same time simultaneously. So that's why I like documentaries. But there's a documentary my wife and I saw a long time ago. It's called Forks Over Knives. Forks. Over knives, like you ain't got to cut nothing. Basically, and I'm no spoiler alert. I'm about to tell you the basic premise. So if you don't want to hear this, hit that you know 15 seconds, thirty or a few times, and fast forward. But the basic premise, the basic premise of Forks Over Knives documentary is: any if you eat anything with eyes, you're gonna have negative health effects. It's basically the, the the fundamental scientific proof behind veganism and being a vegan. So these two doctors, the way I understand it, when I watched it, two doctors on both on either coast didn't know each other, met at a conference, compared their data. They happened to be doing thirty year studies on the health effects, the positive benefits and health effects of eating no meat. And I'm not even talking about fish. If it got eyes, you don't eat it. They proved, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that if you remove animal protein from your diet, you will increase your health. If I recollect in the movie, they got people off of reverse diabetes, heart disease, hypertension, obesity... And a, and a slew of other things. Like, got these people off of their meds. Now, hold on. Before you do anything, and say, oh, my a podcast said, I don't need to eat no meat, and you don't eat no meat, and you pass out at your job. No, 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 no. Consult your healthcare professional first. Because everybody's different. Okay? Don't just take my advice blindly. Don't just watch the movie. And just check with your doctor. Whoever taking care of your health before you go making some changes. Okay? Because I want you to be alright. I want you to be okay. So, um, but my wife and I, the next day after we saw this movie, we became vegan. We lasted for about three months. And listen, the Western diet, the food here in the Western, uh, the Western diet in America, in particular is harmful. It's also an addiction, especially if you were born and raised on meat like my wife and I were. So when I tell you by month three, we watching TV and those cheeseburger commercials come on, those steak commercials, Those fast food commercials, you know, 4K HD. And they got the cheese dripping or the salt bouncing off the fries. We like this. We salivating at the TV. And we went out and got some cheeseburgers and fries. And I can't tell you, I ate it, but it was not an enjoyable experience. Because when you remove that from your diet, I digress. I'm getting back to it. But, yo. When you remove animal eating meat and eating fried foods, yo, you don't know how greasy those fries are until you take a serious break for them. And potato chips in the back. Like they're just they're soaked in these oils. And there's good oils. Like we use olive oil. If it is really olive oil, that's a whole nother subject. But um Yeah. You are what you eat. You ever heard that? There's another saying that says, and I, I can't attribute it who said it, but I heard it somewhere. Eat to live. Don't live to eat. And it's hard because it's an addiction. Like I said, when the last time you seen a commercial for a vegetable? I'll wait. Back in the days, it used to be the Jolly Green Giant. ho, ho, ho. You know what I'm saying? I don't see too many carrots, commercials, spinach, peas, cauliflower, salad. I don't see too many commercials for those. More every corner is a fast food joint drive through, And and the Mickey D's right up the block from me. And apparently all Mickey D's stop doing salads and grilled chicken sandwiches. You can only get fried chicken sandwiches. You can't get a salad. Living long and healthy. I can tell you, when I was vegan for those three months, I never felt better and lighter and just, you know, just healthy. However, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that I also felt, not depleted, but like I couldn't really spend a whole, you know, a lot of energy. And I'm pretty sure because I wasn't eating the balancing of stuff right. And I could tell you, vegan cheese is not... Vegan yogurt, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not going to be able to do it. Mm. So needless to say, we just try to eat balanced. We limit meat. We have at least one day. We have Meatless Monday around here for sure. And we try to eat a lot of fresh fruits, organic fruits and vegetables. We basically don't drink nothing above water. Sometimes some hot tea. I can go for a cup. I think in my last episode, episode before that, I was sipping on a on a cup. But... I I started talking about Super Bowl food and it made me think about that because that's not even on my list right here. But take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Take care of your health because, man, ain't nothing like a steak or a good homemade cheeseburger. Anyway, stay away from the ultra-processed foods. Check out the articles out there if you want to read it. Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a good game, but everybody says that right then. It's whack. Rihanna stepping out. She going to beat her. The halftime show, the main halftime show. It's interesting to see how she going rock now that she done had a baby. You know, she. I think she's got a B. She a billionaire, you know what I'm saying, with the Fenty thing going on. Shout out to Riri. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. So, good luck to her. I hope she has a great show. Because I don't know about y'all, but that last show, I think it was that last one, where they had Dr. Dre and 50 Cent and Eminem. I just want just, there's, there's an episode I have on that. Or it's in an episode. Check for the episode, y'all. It's trash. I thought that show's show was trash. And I'm a hip-hop dude. You know, I rock with Dr. Dre and 50 Eminem and all of them. But show was whack. The set was whack. That's just Mike's opinion, baby. That's just Mike's opinion. Mike's opinion. (laughs) Don't be mad at me. Moving on. You know, have you been hearing about these classified document scandals? now? I'm former military. I was in decades ago, like a long, long time ago. I handle classified documents. And these presidents, vice presidents, current and former, that's getting caught with classified documents. I'm like, should this, this, I mean, how? How is this happening? And if if you just carrying them, taking them to your crib, or they're at this office or this house, you know they got multiple residences, multiple offices. Like this is classified information. Some of it could be very sensitive, and if it gets in the wrong hands, it may be you know contribute to some negative things happening. So. I just thought that was interesting because I have handled classified documents. I know how um rigorously they are protected. So, I, But, I mean, you get the presidential level. I guess you'd be like, yo, I'm taking it to the crib. Because I know former President Trump, he used to, like, he called the White House trash. And he used to kick it at his Mar-a-Lago place down in Florida. You know what I'm saying? He said the White House was all and beat up. He in real estate, so I guess if anybody can really is qualified to say that, maybe he is. But um right, chime in mike's opinion show at gmail.com or hit me up on any of the socials. Um let me know how you feel about that. Do you think it's it was it's trash? I mean do you think it's you know what what's your opinion about classified documents? Have you handled classified documents and can't believe that this type of stuff is happening? Let me know. Um moving on. This this next joint is is weird. And I'm definitely going to elaborate on my whole thought process. But people have been stealing monkeys from the zoo. Now, as of, you know, long-time listeners, first of all, thank you for doing so. And if you're a first-time listener, also thank you for doing so. And I appreciate you being here. Click that like button, follow, subscribe, share, tell your friends. But, um, excuse me. Here in Dallas, where I live right now, I'm originally from New York City. Born and raised, but I've been in the suburb of Dallas for a minute. And, um, they recovered the two monkeys that were stolen from the zoo today. They found them in an abandoned house in the closet. Surely the monkeys didn't go there by themselves. They were stolen. In another city, a monkey was stolen. Here, um, like a cheetah got out and they, somebody had cut the, uh, the, uh, fence on another monkey enclosure. So, I don't know if we're going to see more stories of this or if something's going on. But I'm kind of with it. Hold on. Now, we can't go releasing tigers and bears and giraffes and elephants out into the cities. Right. I get it. But let me tell you why I'm with it. And like I said, I'm going elaborate a little bit. Because to me, I've never seen a happy animal in a zoo. Zoos are prisons for animals. All of those habitats are artificial. These are wild animals and they belong in the wild. So I don't really support zoos. Okay. This is the first time in my life I'm without domesticated pets. I've had pets since I was born into pets. When I was born, I had pets already in the house. So my two cats died and my dog died recently. Still very sad about that. But if you've ever had loss in your life, then you know there's nothing that can console you or make you feel better. Only time could make the loss, the feeling of that loss, more bearable. Um, but we're going to get a couple more. I'm trying to convince my wife. Two dogs, two cats. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm not going to lie. This time having a reprieve. Not having to deal with dog poop and emptying litter boxes. It's been a little refreshing. But I don't mind doing that because the love... And joy that they give. It's immeasurable. It's, it's, um, incomparable. You, I just, I cannot explain to you. There's a, a wonderful, I believe it's on Netflix, uh, called The Hidden Life of Pets. I think it's only four episodes. Check it out. Once again, Netflix, that show. They're not sponsoring me to say that! Support the show! But, um, it's a wonderful, I guess, documentary about how animals, you know, the hidden life and the powers that they possess. It's really remarkable, actually. Uh, but I've known that all along. Like, your dog, if you have video set up of your home, your dog knows you coming before you even hit the block. So does your cat. I also always thought cats had crazy powers. You know what I'm saying? Um. Egyptians had cats and dogs. But... uh, Stealing monkeys, like I said... If you can take care of them... Any animal that you have... Because I have... I've witnessed a couple people... Mistreat animals. It's always come back to them. Karma is real. And I'm happy that it came back to them. Um, But my animals... My pets... My companions... They were really um, part of the family. They were family. You know what I'm saying? So I just saw this story about, you know, these stealing monkeys. And I thought to myself, I would just take this moment to tell you, don't be a zoo advocate. But if you have children, young children, how can you not go to the zoo? But look at those animals. Excuse me. Next time you go to the zoo, look at those animals' faces. It's like watching somebody in a prison cell. They're miserable. They're confined. Yes, they're getting fed. Yes, they're seeing a vet. Supposedly, they're getting good care. But they're trapped. Usually in some type of enclosure. They need to be able to roam free. But we keep them there for our entertainment and observation. And I think it sucks. I think it sucks. Moving on. I you know uh sometimes I only want to address the political thing, but I'm not one to keep my head in the sand, right? You gotta even though the news is mostly bad, and there's good news out there but you gotta seek it out. But I, I still feel the need to stay informed about everything that's going on. The good, the bad, and the ugly. A lot of this is ugly. Let's just be clear. Governor Ron DeSantis. In Florida. I got peoples in Florida. Used to live in Florida. Many moons ago. And. um, He's waged war. Against. Critical race theory. Which I'm still consuming. Because I want to. Before I do an episode on critical race theory. I want to make sure that I've you know encompass the whole thing that i have um that i have uh, consumed the whole thing and some exterior you know peripheral items associated with it before i offer my commentary but the gist to me is good you know viewing history through a certain lens anyway Governor DeSantis has opted to kill that being taught in any institution he has even the slightest bit of control in. And now he wants to ban diversity and inclusion initiatives in all Florida universities. Diversity and inclusion. Now, I don't know for certain. I don't know even a little bit. But hypothetically speaking, speculating, if a Klansman was the head of a state, it seems like this is the type of actions it would take. Stifling out certain teachings in colleges. Now, keep in mind, colleges are breeding ground for greatness. They are post-high school, pre-truly on your own, right? This is where minds and ideologies and future leaders are being formed. So that's one of the best places to to try to kill this, right? Teaching about diversity, teaching about inclusion. Now, many other countries, Australia, over there in the UK, they not only have come to terms with the atrocities of the past, but they admit them and they do not try to. Smush him. Try to stifle them, Try to act like they didn't happen. Here in America, a lot of people say, "Well, that was my great 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 grandfather who owned slaves. I didn't own slaves." And I get that. I get that. You're like, "Yo, we saying we shall overcome." The civil rights movement was a thing. We're all free and everything's good. It's not. Systemic and institutional governmental racism, bigotry, and all of those things have been so saturated and embedded in these institutions and culture and the fabric of Everything that is America, it takes forever for it to get rectified, for it to get fixed. This is why, when when I see, you wonder why some black people. Well, as the as the as the press will portray, every black person's a heathen. But keep in mind, for hundreds of years, a black person would get be lynched or or murdered just for trying to read a book? Am I making an excuse for certain types of ignorance? No, I'm just telling you the facts why there's certain types of ignorance. There's still a lot of catching up to do. So, when I see a head of a state saying. We're teaching and lessons and knowledge is being transferred and taught. I don't want to talk about anything. I don't want those, those new fresh minds learning about diversity. I don't want them learning about inclusion. I don't want them learning uh, or, or viewing history through the lens of a black person. Or a Latino person or Native American person. Nobody has paid for the sins of this country in terms of race. Again, Native Americans slaughtered, tortured, murdered, Brown people, Latino people, land stolen, and now certain people want borders closed so they can't find a a better life. And of course, African American people, black people, enslaved for centuries, disenfranchised and excluded on literally every level home ownership land ownership ownership voting job, i mean every everything 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 so someone had a state or not that is reluctant to have these admittedly very tough conversations It's suspecting me. Do they have a hooded white robe. In a secret closet. I don't know. I don't know. But when I, I, I saw this. I wanted to talk about it. You know. We have to keep this conversation. Present. We cannot let it die. There can be no peace without justice the reparations thing is a difficult thing you know i could understand and i you know i always try to understand if i'm a white person and i didn't never own slaves and i was just born 20 30 40 50 60 years ago or well maybe not 60 but 50 years ago um and then These black families that I know and around me, they just get $2 million cash and they don't have to pay taxes and they get free college tuition. I might feel some kind of way about that. However, if you even try to learn a bit about history and are a bit empathetic, you might understand why that financial boom may help a bit. Let's just be very clear. While reparations, I think, is something that should be entertained. There is nothing. You can't unkill. You can't untorture. You can't unlynch. You can't unenslave. These things are permanent and can never be undone. Hear me when I say this. Knowing this has always given me a a heavy heart. It's a... When you're little black man, little black boy, and you, you learn these things, it stays with you. Knowing that your people, people just like you, suffered all of these things. It makes you feel a way makes you feel many ways. And you know that there's nothing that you can do to change it. There's nothing you can do to change the past. It's almost like you feel every lash. You feel all the screams. You feel all the voices. You hold that with you as a burden, as a weight. And it gives you a sense of helplessness. But we gotta remain hopeful. It is a different day than it was back then. Have we made some progress? Yes, Mountain, I mean Malcolm, you know, Martin, Andrew. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, but Mr. DeSantis, should you encounter this video, I urge you. To be more kind. To be more empathetic. And do not be afraid. To be kind. Let people form their own. Opinions. Let people acquire. Knowledge. Factual history. Raw and uncut. And let them decide. What they will do with that information. But you trying to suppress it? Suspect. It's suspect. Be better. Moving on. I'm going to stay with politics for just a second because I thought that this was hilarious. You ever heard this dude named Santos, George Santos? Yeah. Well, if you haven't heard of him, he's one of the latest who have been caught lying about his resume. People lie about their resume. And I'm talking people in high positions, not just Mr. Santos. They have been fake doctors. There's just one they found in the UK was doctoring for 20 years. Didn't have no medical school. Had a little bit of medical school, actually. But she had flunked out and decided... I'm going to print up these degrees and I'm just going to be a doctor. And got away with it for two decades. There was a little young fella here has repeatedly been caught doing the same thing. This, I believe he's a congressman, Mr. Santos. I don't believe he's a senator. I could be wrong. Anyway, he'd been lying about all kind of stuff. He said he embellished his resume. His ex His roommate, all these people have come out and said he is straight up liar with a huge ego. But guess what? He's still elected. He's still working. He just removed his own self from some committees, which I'm pretty sure it wasn't his own self. I'm pretty sure it's like, yo, you need to step down and go get your together. Because no. But this is rampant. Just to be in politics, do you have to have an ego of sorts? To want to be a lawmaker? Do you want to be a lawmaker? You want to make the laws? Because there's three components the way I see it, right? There's the lawmakers, the law enforcers, and then the people, right? The law enforcers are in the middle. It's law enforcement, and they come on every level, right? Local level, state level, federal level. And then there's some above the federal level. You know, I call them the alphabet boys. F-B-I-D-I-D-E-A-C-I-A-I-D-B-I-M-D. There's so many. And those are just the ones we know about. So, this Santos story just gets funnier and funnier to me. Because, you know, he was all arrogant. And now he says he's learned his lesson. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't leaving his job. But he's learned his lesson. Politicians, which is why I've never wanted to become one, because I think if you're an honest person and a good person, the choices and decisions you have to make to govern, because you can never please everyone. I just don't want to make a living of making those choices. I think. Government, as we know it, should be disbanded, and we should have a council of elders. Not Joe Biden elder, because Joe, you got to go, man. Like when JFK or Obama, we had that young swag in the Oval Office. But these 70 and 80-year-olds, nothing against 70 and 80-year-olds, but go sit the down. Go sit out. Like forty, fifty, sixties. 60s. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're one of them elders that took care of yourself, you're still fully cognizant. You can walk. You're well balanced. But we should have people that have demonstrated empathy. That are, are not in it for the power or the personal benefit. You know what I'm saying? There's too much red tape and bureaucracy. You ever been to try to go get a driver's license? Ugh. Moving on, Yo, guess what's coming Valentine's Day that's right, Valentine's Day, February fourteenth giving you early notice, just a reminder yo if you if you know for the lover in you like Shalimar sing, I'm not going to sing right now, but it's a great song, Shalimar, look up some of these songs for the lover in you, for the lovers out there, um, the holiday is coming. Great time for you to express yourself. Hopefully you don't wait till Valentine's Day to do so. But you know, it's the commercialism, yes. There's mad chocolate being sold. And who don't like chocolate? Because let me tell you. So I'm thrifty, right? Frugal. And like the stores, like I'll be waiting because they'll mark them down after the holiday, right? They'll do the, the the 30%, and then the 50%, then the 75 or 80%, and I snatch up that chocolate, 75%, 80%. I always wait every Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? And I scoop up mad. And I do the same thing on Easter, too. They mark them chocolates down. Boom, I'm copping that. <laughs> and I, I try not to go overboard, but I'm a milk chocolate. I love milk chocolate, yo. I don't know, something about that cheap milk chocolate. It's just got that, like, uh, I'm not, I was about to say their name. I don't want to say cheap and their name. They probably know they cheap. But anyway, there's these, these cheap chocolate bunnies. Ah, oh, and they, they thick. They hollow, but the, the but the chocolate is thick. Ah, oh, they're delicious. Ah. Oh. But I always hook up wifey. You know, last couple of years I made her, I made her a card with pictures and I wrote the words. And you know, the typical, yes, the flowers and the candy. You know, go get a little manny patty. she my, my wife don't like massages huh? I love massages. She, she probably gonna get me one too. Yo wifey, I know you be listening, yo. You gonna you going to give me one? Anyway, um do you like Valentine's Day? Are you a lover? My brother from another mother and you know who you are. You know who you are. You bet on the pot. But yo, he ain't really he called me Ricky Romance. <laughs> yo, I'll be that, I'm not afraid to be a lover, and a fighter, yo, knuckle up, knuckle up, suck, you know what I'm saying, but, um, I'm not trying to, trying to do that, less of this, more of this, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) Ricky Romance, I've been telling him, yo, surprise your wife, yo, you know, get that babysitter, rose petals in the bath, you know, roses on the, on the walkway joint, you know what I'm saying? The candles, the music, cater to dinner, have it laid out, you know what I'm saying? Get the warm oils, and all of that surprise. Yo, guys, let me tell you something. There's nothing more effective than surprising your woman with something pleasurable. When it's unexpected, oh, yo. Yeah, the coochie coupon. You gonna get a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Valentine's Day. I just thought I'd do a public service announcement just to let you know you got a couple of weeks, so right, get get it up. And speaking of, the, you know, is it me? I don't think it's me. The merchandising. Okay, every holiday, the stores they always ahead of it, right? Like they had Christmas stuff out in October. I had never seen it that early. Valentine's been sitting on the shelves for a couple of weeks now. Like the whole aisle or half the aisle. They got all the Valentine's Day stuff. I'm like, yo, it used to be like a week out at most. Now it's weeks and months out before the actual holiday. I guess it's hard out here. You know, if you got a store trying to make some money like that, so I guess you just the sooner you get it out, the more you can sell. I guess that's how they get in down. You know what I'm saying? But, oof, I don't know. Yo, this next joint, you got to go see this. I'm telling you, it's a grizzly bear. And you like, yo, Mike, what you talking about? NASA, just in December, I think. There is a formation on Mars. And I'm telling you, it looks just like a grizzly bear search, I almost said the word, you know, the world's most popular search engine, I don't be wanting to say their name, they rich enough already, I'm not giving them no free advertising, if you want me to say your name to the world's, I'm talking to you, to the world's most popular search engine, call me a check, you know, you know what I'm talking about, anyway, search, I almost said, it. search, um, NASA grizzly bear, or grizzly bear NASA, yo, The aliens is messing with us, yo. I'm telling you, if you don't look at this image and say, that's a bear. That is a bear. Now, I know something, you know, coincidence happens. Some things are just ironic by chance. But this looked like somebody made a circle with the eyes and drew the snout and the mouth of a bear. This picture looks like a grizzly bear. Now, think about this for a second. The reason why I thought this was just... I, this caught my eye. Because, for one... Okay. Maybe aliens didn't do it. But if they did... What kind of sense of humor... It does? Wouldn't it be great to know the aliens have a sense of humor? It's like... Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. Hold on. Stop. There's, there's a planet. There's Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people on that planet. I know they look at this planet. Let's throw... Let's draw a big grizzly bear. Because when we was down there... Remember we saw that bear... Yeah. You know, they probably talk... Or they do mental. They don't even use their mouth. They just mental. Yo, let's let's draw a big grizzly bear on this planet. So when they see it, they'll be like, Yo, that's a grizzly bear. That's a bear. (laughs) I'm just saying. I think anything's possible. My Alien series... I've been saying this for any long time, listeners, y'all know, y'all like, look, you ain't never going to make this. I've made it. I've made some recordings. I'm going to do, I want to do a like a five to seven part series on UFOs, aliens, life, or other planets, the universe. And I'm just, I'm too detail oriented sometimes. I want it to, I want it to go viral. I want it to be the bomb because I want everybody to, 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 to think about this, you know? That's, that's really what I would like for everybody to think about aliens. You'd be like, yo, Mike, why do you want everybody to think about aliens? Because of things that I've seen, things that I've read, things that I've learned. And I'd like us to come together as a planet so we can put the artillery in a nuclear weapons way so we can get invited to the intergalactic or the galactic table and the other inhabitants of this universe will welcome us Earthlings to the party. But maybe we're just not, you know, we're not there yet. Anyway. So, yeah. But check out the Grizzly Bear image. It's definitely worth taking a look. The next thing is uh, about um, a young lady named Bessie Coleman. Do you know who Bessie Coleman is? Hmm. Bessie Coleman Was half black, half Native American. But she is, um... Known as the first... Woman of color to be a pilot. Yeah, did you know that? Well, you learned it here. Right here on the Mike's Opinion Podcast. And Miss Bessie... Is getting her own Barbie doll. (laughs) Ta-da! Props. Props to Miss Bessie Coleman. Um... She's long since uh, passed. I believe she was, um, you know, I'm not sure. But she was a pilot like in the 20s, so I'm pretty sure she's passed. And uh, I just wanted to share that with you in case you didn't know. You can do your own research on that. And uh, check out her fantasticness, her awesomeness. Back in the 20s, a sister was flying. And that's fly. There's a sister um that I, f- I follow on IG. Ah, I wish I knew her name. Because I would send her a clip. Oh. Pilot Alejandra, I want to say is her name. But anyway, um, there's probably not too many young black women pilots that have a popular IG. So you can probably find her. But um, nice. And she can fly. But it's good to have a pilot, right, on deck. Or somebody that can do a chopper, or like a helicopter or something. Okay, something go crazy. Get out of dodge quick, and be gone. But shout out to Bessie Coleman getting a Barbie doll. That's what's up. This last one I saved for last on purpose, and it's great. It's great, but too much of it is still steeped in tragedy, and in India. For the first time since 1977, um, there were no rhinos killed from poaching. No rhinos, rhinoceroses, were killed from poaching in India in 2022 in the state of Assam where they have a a protected nature area, you know. Now, if you don't know poaching hunting trips for sport, you know, like the rhino horn is supposed to have medicinal properties, aphrodisiac properties. The shark fin um the elephant Ivory, you know, there's, there's all these things. But I just, when I read that, I said, I'm going to, I want to talk about that on the pod because I think that's great. I think that's wonderful that these awesome and majest, majestic and powerful creatures, the rhinoceros, are not being killed just for the things we can take off of them. They're not being killed for sustenance, to sustain life, to feed people. They were being poached. And this is the first year, 2022 was the first year um, since 1977, that no rhinoceroses were poached. And I think that's awesome. I hope it's true. But I, I, if it is true, I, I think that's wonderful. I see these people posing on African murder safaris. That's what I call them. They call them hunting these awesome, all types of, of wild animals out there living a safari life in the wild. Not like the ones in the zoos that I talked about. But living their natural life, whatever that life is. And they get murdered from afar. Because these hunters, in my opinion, are cowards. You're not running up on this animal with a knife and giving that animal a chance to stomp you out. Nope. You from yards and yards away with a scope... And this animal's minding his own business and boom. Also, you can go, look what I killed. Look what I murdered. I'm a big, bad, wonderful human. swack. whack. It's corny. It's weak. And I don't like it. Hunting for sport? I'm not naive. I understand we got to kill to eat. Plants are alive. Even if you were vegan, you got to kill it to survive. There's no way around it. If you are a human being or any really animal on earth, you got to kill something else that's living to eat, to survive. It's the way earth is structured. There's no getting around that, but congratulations to the chief. Minister of Assam, the state of Assam in India, for making that happen. He's a new minister, um, chief minister in that state in India. And he said he was going to make that a priority. And he did it. I hope that's true. Like I said, he did it. Stop the zoos. Stop the poaching. Let's treat animals fairly. Let's hope a bear never gets a hold of no cocaine. There's a there's a movie that just I refused to watch it. It's called Cocaine Bear. I did see the trailer and I'm like, really? That's the best we got to come up with for entertainment? A bear that gets high on cocaine and goes on a killing rampage. Anyway, I hope you're okay. I truly do. I hope you're okay. This has been the update. I usually do one a month. I usually drop, uh, new episodes Wednesday, right around noon, every Wednesday. Um, so check for that. Wednesday Central Time. So, it's, you know, 12 o'clock here, 1 o'clock in New York, and 10 o'clock a.m. on the West Coast. So, um, check me out. Spread the word. Help me grow the show. It's up to you, because I have no advertising budget. You know what I'm saying? So, I need you to help me grow this show. It's not fluff. I'm not talking about celebrities. I let you know I'm, I'm not doing goofy stuff just for laughs or for clicks. Like I said, I'd, I'd like to think that Mike's Opinion Podcast is edutainment. I do interesting subjects and I'm a relatively serious person, um, moderately intelligent, and I like to share that. So, I hope you like it. I really hope you do. I hope you're okay. I hope you're doing okay. And like I said, if you're not, I hope you find a pathway to okay. I will see you next week. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic unleashed.